In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, good day, it's Father Tom. We ask for the anointing of God on this broadcast today. Father, anoint us with the Holy Spirit that we would hear the Word of God and do it because it's always faith working through love. Do you know that? That faith works through love. That if you have true faith, you're going to have true love. You're going to help people. We're not saved by our works. We are saved by grace through faith, which leads to good works. So I'm reading from first letter of John, chapter 2, verse 29. If you know that he, the Lord Jesus, is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who does right has been born of him. Chapter 3. See what love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God. Imagine, we are the children of God through the blood of Jesus, through faith and baptism. We are the children of God. Listen to what it says. See what love the Father has given us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. It did not know Jesus. Beloved, listen to this. We are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. What we know is this. When he is revealed, Jesus, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. Imagine, we're going to be like Jesus when we see him as he is. We are God's children now. And God says, I am a father who gives the Holy Spirit to those who ask. How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Much more, much, much more. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we will be has not yet been revealed. We know this. When he is revealed, Jesus, we will be like him, for we will see him as he is. And all who have this hope in Jesus purifies themselves just as he is pure. Verse 4. Everyone who commits sin is guilty of lawlessness. Sin is lawless. You know that he was revealed to take away sins. That's Jesus on the cross. In him there is no sin. Now he's talking about walking in sin, that that's your life. Because in the first chapter, if we sin, we have an advocate, Jesus Christ the righteous, that his blood cleanses us from all sin. We're talking about walking in sin now. No one who abides in him walks in sin. No one who walks in sin has either seen him nor known him. Little children, let no one deceive you. 
Everyone who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. Everyone who commits sin walks in sin, is a child of the devil. People that walk in sin, they don't care about it. Jesus says, everyone who walks in sin is a child of the devil. For the devil has been sinning from the very beginning. He said, I will not serve. He said, I will not serve. The Son of God was revealed for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. Oh, yes. I had someone call me today, and the enemy is taking her rosary beads and other things that she has and hiding them. This is a lady that's sane. I know her. So we rebuked the demon, and I commanded the demon to bring back everything that was stolen. You see, we are fighting against powers and principalities, but the good news is we win because of the cross, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We are fighting against powers and principalities, but we win because of the cross, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Those who have been born again, again do not walk in sin because God's seed abides in them. That's the Spirit. They cannot walk in sin because they have been born of God. The children of God and the children of the devil are revealed in this way. All who do not do what is right are not from God, nor are those who do not love their brothers and sisters. Faith working through love. We are called to love people. Yes, are there some people that are hard to love? Yes, I'm sure I'm hard to love to some people too. But the commandment is we matter, we've got to love people. Oh, yes. The Lord spoke to me just recently about one person that was hard to love. He said to me, you love me just as much as you love this person. I said, well, I, I better change my attitude. I better change my attitude. Verse 11, For this is the message you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. How? As he loves us even unto death. We must not be like Cain, who was from the evil one and murdered his brother Abel. And why did he murder him? because his own deeds were evil and his brother's deeds, Cain, Abel, were righteous. Do not be astonished, brothers and sisters, that the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love one another. That's amazing. This whole thing about loving one another you go on a church street in any place, you have five churches, they don't even know the name of any person who's the pastor, who's the priest. We're called to love one another. Yes, we're called to love one another. That's what the Lord calls us to, to love our brothers and our sisters. Whoever does not love abides in death. 
all who hate brother or sister, are murderers, and you know that murderers do not have eternal life abiding in them. If we hate one another, how can we love God? How can we love God whom we don't see, and we hate the people that we do see? Now again, there are people hard to love. As I said, I'm sure I'm a hard-to-love person in some people's life, but they've got to love me anyway. We know love by this, that he laid down his lives for one another. Let me read that again. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. How does God's love abide in anyone who has this world's goods and sees brother or sister in need and yet refuses to help them? We go on Saturday to feed the poor. We're really going to feed Jesus. For as often as you did it to the least of these, you did it to me. That's God speaking in the 25th chapter of Matthew. Little children, let us love not in word or in speech, but in truth and in action. In other words, I remember people saying to me, Father Tom, we love you, we love you, we love you. Then when my life got hard, they didn't love me anymore. And the whole thing is, I was just like everybody else. They were holding me on a pedestal. The only one who's on a pedestal is Jesus, and his pedestal is a cross. They used to say, we love you, we love you, we love They didn't love me at all. Because when things got hard, I didn't hear from them anymore. And by this we will know that we are from the truth and will reassure our hearts before him. Whenever our hearts condemn us, for God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. If your heart condemns you today, God is greater than your heart. Beloved, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have boldness before God, and we receive from him whatever we ask, because we obey his commandments and do what pleases him. What pleases God? That we love one another, that we help one another, that we go out of our way to love people, Christians and non-Christians. How is the non-Christian to find Jesus if you are not the Jesus that he's looking at? Most people will not be reading the New Testament, but you are called to be the New Testament alive in Christ, loving people. Now, I know we do it in an imperfect way because we're imperfect, but we are called to love one another even when it's difficult. And this is his commandment, that we should believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and love one another. This is his commandment, to believe in the name of Jesus Christ and to love one another. 
Do you believe in the name of Jesus Christ? Do you love one another? You find it difficult? Well, ask for help. Ask for help. All who obey the commandments abide in him, and he abides in them. And by this we know that he abides in us. How? By the Holy Spirit that he has given us. The Holy Spirit isn't up in the air. He's in the believer. He's in you. He's in me. If you love God and love one another. Oh, yes, the Holy Spirit. We need the outpouring of the Spirit in these days like never before. We have so many things wrong in the world. We have homosexual marriage. And if you are against it, they think you're nuts. We have abortion on demand. We have young children making a decision to change their sex. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need the unction of the Holy Spirit in the, the world that we're living in today. And it's dark, and it's getting darker, but you know what? We are called to be the light of the world. If we are in Christ, we are called to be the light of the world. Chapter 4 of First John. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. The anointing in you will let you know if the spirit is from God. Oh, yeah, somebody says, well, you know what? I've been praying with the saints. That's fine. But if they say, the saint is God, no, that's not right. That's not right. Test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this we know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. If you confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, you are from God. That the Word became flesh and dwelt among us in the womb of Mary, brought forth in Bethlehem, died on the cross out of love for us, was buried and rose from the dead. Every spirit that does not confess Jesus come in the flesh is not from God. It's simple. It's simple. If people don't believe that Jesus has come in the flesh, He's true God and true man. They're not from God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, not believing that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, of which you have heard that it is coming, and now it is already in the world. Little children, you are from God, and you have conquered them. For the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Do you know that today? That the Spirit of God that is in you is greater than the one that is in the world, the devil. They are from 
They are from the world, therefore. What they say is from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. From this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. There was someone who was a distant cousin of mine, distant, distant, and he had a back problem. I remember being in the seminary, writing to him to go see Father McDonough. He had nothing to do with it. I remember doing his mother's funeral. Well, he didn't like that at all because I preached Jesus. I pray that at his death that Jesus came to him. I pray that at his death Jesus came to him. He wasn't a bad person. As a matter of fact, he was a good person. But while he lived, he wanted nothing to do with Jesus Christ come in the flesh. What about you? Verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. If we who have God living in us, we need to love one another because love is from God. Everyone who is born of God and knows God loves one another. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is love. That's why when he comes to people at the first time they feel the love of God. God is love. Let's continue. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. That's how God shows his love, by sending Jesus, true God and true man, that we might live through him. Christianity is all about Jesus. I told you there was a teacher I had that said I was spirit-controlled and spirit-motivated only. I said, no, I am Christian, because the Spirit always glorifies Jesus. And this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he has loved us first and sent his only Son to be an atoning sacrifice for our sins. We didn't start loving God. It wasn't up to us. He started to love us. Then we could love him. God started this great mystery of love by loving us, by sending his Son, Jesus Christ, that we might make him our Lord and our Savior. Beloved, since God loves us so much, we also ought to love one another. How can I say I love God who I don't see when I don't love my brother or sister who I do see? No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us and his love is perfected in us. Again, I, we have challenges in love. We all have challenges, and people have challenges with us too. But we are called to love. 
despite our challenges. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us his spirit. He's given us his spirit. Jesus said, it is better for you that I go away. For if I do not go away, I will not send the Holy Spirit. If I go away, I will call the Spirit of God down on you. And we have seen and do testify that the Father has sent his Son as Savior of the world. But he's my Savior. He's your Savior. And he's the Savior of the world. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. But not only the sins of the world, but your sins and my sins through his blood. We need to go to confession and confess our sins. God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God, and they abide in God. Do you confess that Jesus is the Son of God? I do. So we have known and believe the love that God has for us. How do I know God loves us? He sent Jesus Christ, the Lord, to die for us and to rise for us. It is not that I have decided to love God first, but he has decided to love me first. Therefore, I will only respond out of the Spirit of God that dwells in me. God is love, and those who abide in love abide in God and God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. This is scary if we do not put this into practice. As he is, Jesus, so are we in this world. That's what it says. And he is love, and he cares, and he has compassion. And we are called to have faith, working through love. It's all about love, the love of God poured out in us by the Holy Spirit, that we love one another as he loves us. There is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. Fear has to do with punishment. Whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. We love because he first loved us. We love because he first loved us. Don't be afraid of God. He's love. He wants you to come up to him and sit with him and tell him all your desires and all your fears. We love because he first loved us. Those who say, I love God, and hate their brothers or sisters are liars. Those who do not love a brother or sister whom we have seen cannot love God whom we have not seen. The commandment we have from him is this. Those who love God must love their brothers and sisters. Again, how can we say we love God who we don't see when we have brothers and sisters in our group whom we don't love and we see them? But they're not as holy as I. 
Get humility. Get humility. Anything you have has come from God. If you are holy, it comes from God. It's a gift. But if if you're stating that you're holy, I would doubt it. I would doubt I will call that pride. When God is called holy, he's other than everything else and everyone else. Holiness is otherness in Jesus' name. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Do you know that God loves you? Do you know that he started the love affair? He first loved you before you loved him. Do you know that if you love him, you've got to love your brother and sister? Do you know these things? We ask for the Holy Spirit to help us to do them. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass. 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.